0: Good morning, community family and friends. Thank you, thank you for joining us today. It's been already a blessed day. Thank you, Darla, for the anointed worship. Thank you for the the devotion around communion. Thank you for the the time that you gave uh, in worship through giving. The announcements, it's just, there's so much great going on, and, and I know many received even children's bags, and I hope today that you're celebrating with us the risen Savior. Today, what I want to do is invite you into a familiar story. It's the story of the passion of Christ. It's, it's actually the gospel. And the gospel is played out in various parts of the, of, of the Bible, especially in the New Testament. But it was foretold in the Old Testament. The theme for today is there is a light. There is a light. I reference that from John chapter 8, verse 12. And it says, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. And whoever... Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And that's what we're celebrating today. Here in just a few minutes, you're gonna watch a video, a dramatization of the story that's so familiar, but part of it being told from uh, a Roman guard that was there when Jesus was punished, when he was crucified, and he was put into a tomb. Oh, hello i didn't see you there let me put this away it's been kind of a long night i've been here um, really for a while sunrise is about to break forth here in just a little bit it's been an interesting actually three days see three days ago the christians they're an interesting group they have many traditions they have many ways about themselves, and but they're good people. But three days ago, they do what they do every year, and that's celebrate Passover. But it wasn't just a few days, I, maybe a week before, that this man came in, this this Yahshua, this, this Jesus, rode in on a donkey. And the people the te- were loud and, and celebrative, and they laid down. Palm branches and coats, and I, I just didn't get it. Looked like a regular man to me. This same man, though, I've heard, met with these followers, I think they called them, what was it, disciples, in an upper room, and there he shared with them that his life was about to end. Now, how can any man know that when their life is to be over? Well, I was summonsed when uh, when we heard that this particular man needed to be arrested. I was summoned and I went with a group of uh, 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 religious leaders, but we were the guard to, to do the arrest. And uh, I was in the garden, and uh, and there he was. It, it looked like praying, but there were three others. And, and yet, when we arrived, uh, this man that had told us about this, person this Jesus Judas that's his name he he uh, pointed him out by giving a, a kiss on the cheek and all of a sudden the the disciples rose and said uh, you're not going to take him and as we reached to take him my comrade got uh, was was cut with a sword in his ear fell off oh i reached for my sword we were going to deal with this rebel rousing group and yet this Jesus reached down, picked up my comrade's ear, put it back on his head, and it was restored. I was, I was surprised. I was, what is this man who can, can, can heal like that? Put, but nevertheless, we had a job, we had a mission, and the, these religious leaders were just uh, bound to, to take care of uh, this rebel rouser, this person they say blasphemes their God. Well, I took him into custody, and over the next couple of days, uh, I was not a part of it all. But I, I, I talked to the other soldiers, and and uh, when we gathered, and and they they said that this Jesus was brought before their religious people, and they said no, 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 and they sent him to Pilate. Pilate was not known for being uh, gracious with forgiveness, but he had a word from his wife and he uh, went back to the religious leaders and said I see no wrong in this man and and there was a custom at that time to release a prisoner and and so they they brought him before these and they they shouted out Barabbas and my new Barabbas I helped bring him to jail and he was not a good man and this Jesus I could not understand it Pilate washed his hands And Jesus was scourged. Jesus was scourged with the cat of nine tails. It's one of those terrible things that that, that you would whip somebody, a a whip made of many uh, tentacles here, leather straps, leather ends, and we would put bone and metal in it so that when we would strike the offender, it would grab into the flesh and it would pull out, and it it was a terrible thing to see. But it was our form of extreme punishment. But that wasn't all. What happened from there is they wanted him to be crucified. Yes, that happened, but they shouted out, crucify, crucify. And of all the things that can be done to a human, is the worst would be crucifixion. Death by crucifixion. I don't get it. Oh, I'd rather die by the sword than I would crucifixion. See, I, I was part of the group that, not, not up close, but I, I watched as they uh, made a cross and they had him carry it to this place of the skull called Golgotha. And, and there is where they nailed his hands and feet to the cross. I stood and watched these followers gathering around and weeping and, and their hearts torn and I realized that they too were mourning the loss of this special man, and he must have been special. I still didn't get it. I watched as the guards took his clothes and gambled through lots, separating them amongst themselves. I, I watched as there were insults hurled at him. I-, I watched as we nailed a plaque above his head that says, King of the Jews. And never did this Jesus say anything but father forgive them forgive them they know what they do i have never seen somebody in such a place of pain have so much grace and and forgiveness on their heart it spoke to me this must be a man different than any other man but but yet i yet was able to understand totally oh it came time the religious leaders came up and said hey our our Sabbath is about to start and we don't want to to have all this going on and so they, they began to um, they, they said we it was customary that, that we would break the legs of uh, before the festivals you know the of those that are crucified so that it would accelerate the the loss of their life but they did not do that with him actually a Roman pierced his side with one of our swords As this Jesus took his last breath, way over in the distance, where those religious leaders and they were thinking he is finished. They have they have finally gotten rid of this person who's caused so much of of discord in their in their people in their religious groups. And and then you had the the followers who were mourning and their hearts were hurting. And towards the last of his breath, he he cried out to his father, Why have thou forsaken me? I wondered who he was talking to. I I looked around and there was nothing. And, And then as he gave up his last breath, as he gave up his last breath, the ground began to shake. The darkness of the sky was so dark. At three hours during the day, I realized that this was a special man. So they took him off the cross. We assisted with that and we gave him over to Joseph of Arimathea who said he had a tomb, a place of you placed bodies. And they, I saw them take them off and the tradition of our time is to, is to wrap them in cloths and herbs and spices and, and, and really into a mummified type a form, and then they placed that into to the tomb, and, and to seal the tomb, to block it from predators and and animals. They would roll this big stone over this opening of this cave, and 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 that that's how it is done nowadays. But the captain said to go and stand guard because they didn't want anybody to to take the body, and so that's why I'm here. Been here all night. Been here thinking about. The one group that said it is finished, he is done. There's no God, there's no Jesus, this religious faction. But then I had heard that he was to raise and come alive again. I'm here at the tomb. I don't know if you can see the cross in the distance, but there it is. And the tomb is right over here. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting for daybreak to prove that he's still in there. All I would have to say is my heart is in question. I know that there's darkness. I know that there is not a joy in in most of those in this world. And I I know that this man brought joy to many and hope to many. And all I can say is I, as a Roman, I with a duty, I of the world trained in all the ways of combat and thinking about this man and all that he's taught I wonder if you, too, join me in that question. Who is this Christ? Who is this man they call Yahshua Jesus? Who is this person who is the King of kings and the Lord of lords? What a concept to think about being there and even being in a position where you're following the duties of your leadership. To be part of watching the trial, the persecution of Christ, to, to not really get it. And so many people today don't get the message of Christ. But in this portrayal, this Roman guard found out that Christ was real, found out he was the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I referenced at the beginning of our message today that we are the light that he is the light. And then it goes on to Matthew 5 and says, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. So Christ came to earth, showed us the way. He was tried. He was crucified. He did die and he was put into a tomb. But can I tell you folks, can I tell you everyone, children, and I want you to, I want you to help me here. We're going to do something fun here. Uh, I, I know with, uh, hold on. I know in, in, in children's, we do a lot of, uh, of sound. So if, if you're young and you can, uh, get to your feet because I can tell you what happened when Christ rose from the grave. So, so imagine this. Okay. So the tombs sealed in the tomb there's a big stone uh, rolled in front of it in fact i was able uh, about 10 years ago when i went to uh, israel i got to stand in the garden of gethsemane i got to stand at the tomb and this large stone is rolled over that is then sealed and there's two guards there but can i tell you what happened that that resurrection morn and so everybody stand your feet if you can. And what we're going to do is get your feet and go, there was a, there was a, a, a rumbling. See, they thought the devil thought he had won the, the, the people, the, the religious leaders thought they had won everybody that was, uh, didn't understand the Lord thought they had won. And so everybody thought it is finished. Well, let me tell you what was finished. What was finished is your sin and my sin. When Christ proclaimed that, that was the real finish but he wasn't finished yet because here's what happened. All right. Everybody all standing is start stomping your feet. There was like a rumbling, a great mighty work in the, and, and you hear it. Do you hear your house getting louder there and everybody across our, our broadcast now you're just doing your feet up and, and, and guess what happened? God moved that stone away. Much like back in the day of the ark when the ark's door was shut and open, God's almighty power raised Christ from the dead. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that's something to shout about. And the stone was rolled away. And as the stone was rolled away, what broke forth was the living light once again, the light that would never be put out again. It would never be challenged again because he had conquered death. Jesus conquered death for you and I. Jesus was the Passover Lamb that His blood was shed, not only to pay our sin, but that death would be conquered, which is the is the is the result of sin. It's actually what we deserve is death. But oh no, when that stone was rolled away, everybody, we you know, again we do the stomping, and here we go, you know, here we go, the... the, 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 the the guards were then set back, were in awe. Actually, it was actually as if they got became unconscious when, when Christ, when that stone rolled away and the brilliant life and light of Christ stepped forth back into the world forever and ever and ever. He is alive. Everybody shout that out. He is alive. Let's do it one more time. He is alive. He is alive. And here's the question today, folks. He is the light and he wants to be the light within you. You are made for him. You were designed for him. The light of all mankind wants to rest in your spirit. Today, the question that I ask you is, do you know the light? You may know him, but have you received the light? Have you received Jesus as your personal savior? Let me just say this, that he is standing ready. The scripture says he stands at the door and knock, and all you have to do is open the door. He says that I have loved you before you were ever in your mother's womb. He knows you, and he knows exactly where you're at. He knows every fear that you've had. He knows every victory that you've had. He has everything in your past, present, but he knows your future. And let me tell you what, his eye for you, for your future is greater than you can imagine. But the question is, do you not just know the light, but have you received the light of Christ? You do that by professing him as Lord. Just what the gospel says that he came and he died and he died for you and me to pay for your sin And we acknowledge that he not only died, but that he rose again. And today's what we're celebrating. And here's what I'm asking you today. Have you put your trust in him? all you have to do is believe in your heart and profess with your mouth and so what i want us to do is to right now say lord i believe that you are god i believe christ was your son and that you came to earth to die for us for me personally to pay for my sin without you my sin is not paid and all i have to uh, to look forward to when i die is is hell and damnation but Lord when I accept you and believe in my, my in my mind and my heart and I profess you as Lord what happens is there's a supernatural thing happens my sin debt my destiny the direction in which I'm headed changes in a flash when you say yes to Jesus so today have you accepted Christ have you let him into your heart are you letting him ruling and reigning in you are you letting him is he the CEO, the, the director, the, the chief whoever over your life? Are you still in the steering wheel of your life and you've kind of got Christ in the trunk or have you let him have the steering wheel of your life? Today's the day to celebrate that that's what he wants for your life. He wants to live and be, have the, you have the fullness of knowing him, of being part of his amazing grace, amazing presence and amazing future. Now, so today, part of what today is about is that not only is he arisen, but within 40 days, Pentecost Sunday, which is not that far away, but what happened is he made a provision for Christ to come live in us. For, it's called the Holy Spirit. Remember, God is a tripart God or a triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. We know that God, all three were in the beginning. All three have been through all of of eternity. And and so when Christ came to earth, that was God coming to earth and he showed us the way. And he was then the sacrificial, the perfect lamb that paid for your sin and mine. And he was crucified and dead and buried. And he rose on the third day and he left this earth. So he went back. And so here we are uh, with God, the father and God, the son and God, the Holy spirit. And then he said, I'm sending you a helper. Christ said, I'm sending, you a helper. This is part of resurrection morning. Is the helper rising up in you? Is there a light rising up and an intensity increasing? Or are you letting all this COVID and the, and the and the struggles and the strains and whether this is going to be the back to normal? Can I tell you we can today stand and say, hallelujah? We can stand today and say, I have the light. It's the light that was given to me. It was the light for all men, and I've received Christ. And you're allowing that light to rise up in you and to proclaim over your mind, proclaim over your heart, proclaim over your your home today, proclaim over the car if you're listening from the car, proclaim over your family that the light of all men, the, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, this is his dwelling place. And that I have received His amazing grace. I have received, I've welcomed in the Holy Spirit. And today I am opening myself up to the fullness of all that he promises in Scripture. We want to say today, devil, remember the day that Christ rose. You were defeated then. And you're trying to act out like today you'd still have authority over us. But let me tell you what, Christ has risen Christ has given us the Holy Spirit, the helper, the ability beyond our physicalness. Christ has given us uh, the, the, the glorious thing called the Bible in this modern world. And it says today, as it has always said from 2,000 years ago, devil, you're defeated. The devil can't conquer us no matter what comes upon us. And so today, devil, will get out of the way because the light's going to shine in me. How many want to say that with me? The light's going to shine in me. There is a light. There is a light and he's my Lord and the light is Jesus Christ and the light broke forth out of this dark tomb what the world wanted to put away and that light now dwells in me, breaks forth breaks forth in me and breaks forth in my, I'm just making this environment in my family such that he is glorified today in the name of Jesus. We pray these things, we speak these things, we proclaim it into the atmosphere of your home and may the peace that passes all understanding be with you. If you have your Bibles and you can turn on your apps right now or whatever, Romans chapter 8, verses 38. If you have that, please turn there and you can just stand up and read with me these proclamations over your home, over your life, over your family. Read these out loud with me. Romans 38, 38 says, For I am convinced, are you today, that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, or anything else in all creation will be able to separate us, not even COVID, from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? May we glorify him today. He is risen. He is risen Say it with me. He is risen, and he's rising up in me. He is risen, and he's rising up in me. Today, I pray that you are blessed, that you go forth in his peace. Now, let's pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you for resurrection morning. Thank you that we can not only have the promise of scripture. We can not only believe in the passion of Christ, the death, the burial, of Christ and the payment of our sins, the propitiation it, that it took care of things from a spotless land. Father, thank you for that. But today, above all days, we thank you that you are alive, that you sit at the right hand of God the Father. And I pray for every family member from every age today that today we put our trust, we renew our trust in you. We, if we've never put our trust in you, we say yes to you, Jesus. We say come and live in our hearts, Lord. We want to repent. That means turn away from our sin, Lord. Today we lay our sin at your feet. Lord. We allow the blood of the lamb to cover our sin as it already has, but we acknowledge giving it to you and saying no more to that, Lord. We say no more to the devil's thoughts and actions and distractions in our life. And Lord, today you are alive and you're rising up you in, in, in each of us. I pray that in each home that there is a light that is breaking forth, overcoming darkness, because when the light shows up, the darkness must flee. So, Lord, bless each person, not only today, but the rest of today, the rest of this week, next week, and then the week after that. Father, we ask you to bring healing to those that are ill. We ask you to bring comfort to those that are grieving. We ask you to to be with those that are restless, to give them purpose, put purpose in their mind and heart, Lord. And Lord, let us be the church, wherever we may be, bringing glory and honor to you, we pray. And everyone said, amen. God bless you all. Make sure and keep us in touch if you need anything. If you're in any need, food, clothing, or shelter, if there's anything that you're in need of, we'll do our best to find the resource to help you. Jesus loves you. Love God. Love others. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Happy Easter! Happy Easter from the Pfeiffer family. Hi, community church family. This is the Lacombs here, wishing you a very happy Easter and wanted to let you know that we all miss you very much and we hope to see you soon. We love you all so much. Good morning, church family, and happy Easter from the Crane family. Even though we can't be together, we still can worship in Spirit Resurrection Sunday. We're so excited to get back to church and see all of you. We love you and miss you. Happy Easter. Us from the Hafner family would like to wish all of our church family a happy Easter. Hoping to see y'all soon. Happy Easter. From the Ingram family. Jen Cox here wishing you happy Easter. Good morning, happy Easter from the Rudex. Hi everyone! Happy Easter from Marlon Derek yourself. Happy, Happy Easter from the, from the Shipley family. There's no shadow you won't light up. Mountain you won't climb up. You're coming up.